Oh, Skype's freaking out. Oh, God. Did I break it? I don't know. I can hear you, but it's just white. Oh. I mean, that's just my skin. <laughs> True. <laughs> Tuesday podcast episode 359. I'm Sam Ginsberg and here is the hydrochloroquine of podcasting, Tyler Driblade. Well, well, excuse me, Sam, it's actually hydroxychloroquine. Fuck. But, uh, you know, I, well, actually. I know. That would have been I, really topical two months ago when the pandemic was still happening. Now that it's over, I guess. <laughs> question mark question mark yes. no question mark it's not i lied yeah well hello everybody um today we're going to be talking about beer collaborations and who drinks the most beer and we're going to be talking about it with mary hello mary hey here i am yeah i would say sam raised his hand i would say out of the three of us sam drinks the most beer probably oh definitely i definitely drink the least beer out of anyone i think you've ever had on the podcast so maybe lars gern might drink less beer than i do <laughs> or my dad does he not drink beer? Uh, I, I don't think he's had a beer not on the show in a couple of years. Crazy. That's pretty funny. Uh, yeah, so, uh, Mary, you're going to come on. You're going to drink a little bit of beer with us this week. I am. Uh, I see you're cracking open that beer right now. I am. So I, I will not have you go first sharing with what you have. Okay, um, I need Sam. a cup. <laughs> Sam, are you? Oh, no, it's up to me. Hang on, I'm going to be ready in like two seconds. Do you want me to just go for it? Sure, just go for it. You, okay. you seem really amped, so. I am. So I have, from Carbon 4 Brewing, I have their beer called Diet Starts Tomorrow, which is a chocolate oatmeal stout. <laughs> and it's got, I, they have always, they, have, they always have really good uh, labels on their bottles. This one's a really fat cat with a, like a little sport shirt, oh. like lying on top of a scale. And he just looks precious. Isn't that cat? What was that cat named Cinderblock? That's like the really fat viral cat that they tried to get to swim. He was terrible. This is 6.3% ABV. And I just like, I feel like, you know, during our quarantine times, people have been like, you know, getting a little comfortable with their like couches and stuff. So maybe the diet does start tomorrow. So I thought it was a good theme. <laughs> yeah, dude. I uh, have not been healthy recently. Uh-uh. Well, I've noticed from being on the Switch all the time, uh, someone has not been playing Ring Fit lately. I played yesterday. Okay. <laughs> but granted, I haven't played in a long time, because I, but I did get really into Zumba video through our work, and okay. I got really into this dude named The Fitness Marshal on YouTube who does also very good dance workout videos. <laughs> That's good. To new pop songs. So I haven't been doing nothing, but I haven't really been doing Ring Fit. Just to defend myself. Anyway, so this beer, super dark, which makes sense for a chocolate oatmeal stout. No bubbles, really, to be seen. There's a couple coming up around the edge. Yeah, and it just tastes like an oatmeal stout. It's not particularly interesting, but they didn't tell me there was anything else going on with this than being the chocolate oatmeal-y. So I'm assuming it's really bad for me if it's got a really round cat on the label, so... Yeah, we'll just see how that goes. 
That's all I have. Now you have to tell me why you uh, insist on drinking your beer out of that tubby glass. Because he's fat. It makes me so upset every time. Is it because I hold it with two hands because it's really big? (laughs) There's just something about it that, like, because I'm expecting a normal glass and I'm, like, trying to figure out why the proportions are messed up. It makes me feel like I'm having a stroke. I have a, I mean, beautiful Sam and Emily got me the chubbies for my wedding and I really like them. So I use them. And I actually don't really have any other, like, beer-specific glassware. Because I had some really tall Pilsner bottles for a while and then I got rid of those because they're just, like, so big. They don't fit right. in my cupboard. So impractical. Well, I'll go next. From local brewery Big Oyster, I have Marley, a sour ale. I don't know what this has to do with Bob Marley, but there's a big picture of him on the front. It is 6.5% ABV. Apparently, it's brewed with mango, orange, passion fruit, and strawberry. That's that's nice. It's a lot of fruit. Yeah, poured with a pretty light head, different size bubbles. It smells like old straw, which is weird. Ooh. 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 How you doing Uh, over there? This gets you, you know, those side glands? really really get those side glands going like it's 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 quite sour Mm. um but like i kind of like it there are some beers that are more sour like at the front of the tongue this one really gets me in those side glands and i think it's something i prefer actually that guy i need you were just sipping it or smelling it for a while. Yeah, it smells like dried old, apricots. Smells like old straw is actually what it smells like. Well, that's not true, but okay. <laughs> I get I do get a little bit of strawberry in there. Not so much mango or passion fruit or what was the other one? Strawberry? Orange. No, there's a little orange in there. I get mostly orange and strawberry. So far it's it's pretty good. Jed would like this beer, I'll tell you that. Becca I likes like, beer. I like yeah. a sour. I like a fruit. Yeah, this is sour in a way that I can appreciate. Uh, Sam, what do you have? Yeah, I have Silver City Brewing's Quick Stout, K-W-I-K. And given the branding, it looks like it's supposed to be like a chocolate milk situation. It has a little... uh, Tyler, you're making so many faces. It's killing me. It's just, every time I drink this, there's just a rush of saliva that occurs, you know? Because it's just hitting... I keep saying glands, and I gotta stop, but that's the correct word. Ladies. <laughs> Ladies. Uh, it hits nope. me right in my glands. No D. Okay. Talking about my penis. Yeah, I know. Oh, okay. My beer's fine. <laughs> Your beer is fine? Yeah. That's not... Tell me more. I don't even remember what you said you had, because Tyler's just getting... So into his glands over there. Yeah, I can tell you one more thing about it. Uh, It is 8% alcohol by volume. Okay, and it's just fine. There are no... Nothing else you'd like to add. Nah. (laughs) Good. (laughs) This is going to be a good episode. I'm excited for this. I'm sorry about all my gland saliva, Samuel. Everyone is. (laughs) Uh, Everybody's just going to be sorry in general, because we only have two articles, and... We're clearly not on it with the uh, witty banter today, but let's start out. Let's start out with mercurynews.com. 540 breweries sign on for Black is Beautiful collaboration beer initiative for Black Lives Matter. This is kind of like, this sounds remember good when we, at the top. 
Yeah, I mean, I think it's probably fine. Um, but, like, uh, I think Sierra Nevada does a lot of, like, collabs to raise money, and this is kind of in the same vein, but not really done by Sierra Nevada. Weathered Souls Brewing has come up with this imperial stout called Black is Beautiful. They've released the recipe, like, open source style. And so um, breweries that make and sell this beer are basically, like, uh, committing to donating the profits to anti-police brutality charities and uh, other charities of their choice, basically. So Weathered Souls is asking that breweries who sign on for this initiative donate 100% of the beer proceeds to local foundations that support police brutality reform, uh, and then also choose their own entity to donate to, like, separate from that, and third, commit to the long-term work of equality. So that one is not, you can't really put a statistic on that, um, but the other two are, are pretty good. And uh, apparently four, uh, 540 breweries so far have agreed to make this beer, sell it, and donate the proceeds. Nice. Excellent. Yes, I think it is good. Unfortunately, there's not a ton else to say about that. You can you can make this as a homebrew, which seems to kind of defeat the point, but that's fine. I guess if you're going to illegally sell your homebrew, like unlicensed sell your homebrew, you, you can uh, donate the proceeds? Yes. Uh, here are some more stats. As of June 11th, 40 breweries in 43 states and 14 countries have agreed to, to do this. Of those 540 breweries that we talked about, 57 are in California, and 16 are in the Bay Area. And then All none are in of... Wisconsin, fun fact. Just I'm sorry? Twelve of them are in Wisconsin. Twelve? That's pretty good. Two of them uh, are in Madison. Oh, my God. Wait, None of two? the ones they list here I've heard of. Uh, the article isn't loading properly for me, so I'm just going to not read it. Um, does That's it, fair. Does it say what the Madison breweries are? Uh, I looked up it on the website. So the Madison breweries are Giant Jones Brewing Company and I can't say this one. Herbiery? H-E-R-B-I-E-R-Y. Never heard of that one. Isn't that the ill asylum thing that makes beers without hops? So you're forcing me to repeat what you said because there's no way it got picked up. <laughs> uh, she claims that that's a thing that, that Ale Asylum does where they make beer without hops. I might be wrong. Oh, sure. Okay. Because it's called, like, it's called like herb, so it's like herb beers. I was thinking it was like uh, a female-owned brewery. So it was like herb. Herb. But... If you're, if you're British, you pronounce both of them the same way. So, fun fact. <laughs> I'm racking my brain for a fact more fun than that fact. Can't do it. Can't be done. It sucks. This is a bad fact. What did you just send over here, Mary? Oh, no, I just sent a screenshot of the two beers in Madison, so I can stop I trying to pronounce her beery. Since are you her on beery. their website still? Huh? Are you on that website still? Hell yeah. Uh, tell me about Delaware. Anything in Delaware? Oh man. Probably would have been smarter of me just to send you the website. Yeah, uh, but now you're see. stuck doing it. it is, I, there's two in Delaware. There's Crooked Hammock Brewery, which is in oh. Lewis. It's Delaware. it's actually pronounced Lewis. That's Lewis? Like literally right next to where I work, and their beer sucks. Well, they're making this one, so maybe this one doesn't suck. And then uh, Dewey Beer Company, which is in Dewey Beach. Yes, that's also close to where I work. That's interesting. There you go. 
Yeah. Surprise, so everything's have... close to where you work because Delaware is like five square feet. It's <laughs> <is> true. <laughs> so are you going to pick this up from one of those? Maybe I the might, one that I doesn't might. suck? Uh, yeah, I mean, so Crooked Hammock, again, they suck real bad. And I don't really want to go there because they have like, quote unquote, a beer garden. But it's really just a place to drop your shitty kids. Uh, like, it's always <laughs> just full of screaming children. So... I don't even know if I want to go on premise, but... When you say drop, do you mean you you go there and you drink and your kid runs around, or you drop your kid off and you go elsewhere? Sam, I'd hope <laughs> the first one, Sam. I yeah, would also hope the first one, based on how he I'm said sure it. i people have tried the second one. Uh, it's definitely the first one. I would be very amused if it was the second one, though. Man, I cannot, be, I cannot wait to be uh, one of those parents that has the shitty kids in the in the family friendly uh brewery bar situation i've dealt with those shitty kids plenty i've paid my dues so now i will i will be the one doling out wrath i like a i like a baby in a brewery because babies are real chill i don't yeah like a runaround kid is a lot i'm such a fucking curmudgeon like i don't want your kid there i don't want your dog there like, I'm sure it's wonderful for people who have kids and dogs, but I don't want to deal with it. Oh, man, I love a dog-friendly brewery. I uh, I was at um, Wisconsin Brew Co. This would have been, like, two years ago or whatever. And I was at the bar ordering a beer, and someone had their dog there, and it just, like, like wandered over and, like, demanded pets. And I was like, all right, there's just a way to yeah. kill time until while I wait for my beer. So I'll pet this dog. That seems fine. Yeah, Wisconsin Brewing Company's beer is just like okay, but like the vibe at the place is great because yeah, the dogs. I and know stuff. we 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 kind of were talking about how we should we should go there all the time, and then we never go there. And uh, pre quarantine and pregnancy, that was mostly just because we didn't really want to drink their beer. <laughs> I I I like the idea of a dog friendly bar, and if. Like, there were only good, responsible owners in the world. I would probably like the fact of a dog-friendly bar. But people are just letting their dogs, like, jump up on folks and, like, get in the way and, like, poop. And it's it's not cool. Yeah, I mean, people need to read. I think it, that probably applies to parents with children also. <laughs> it's, like, it's cool when, like, the people that own the dog or, like, that are raising the child, like, pay attention and, like, make sure they're entertained and like not bothering other people. But then right. you do have the stinky people that are just like, go run around. It's fine. And it's like, uh, yeah. this dog is like sticking his foot in my sandwich. Yeah. It's cool. <laughs> if you just shriek constantly into a stranger's ear, that's fine. That's no problem. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, in reality, I'm just a big fucking grump. I, I just have to make sure that, uh, we aren't the parents that let the kids grab the board games and then, throw the pieces all over the place and then leave oh that, yeah man th- that happens a lot you don't oh. do that the, a lot of things every every board game there is missing pieces and every deck of cards is missing cards we wanted to play cards there once so uh three stacks went to the cvs down the block or the walgreens or whatever and bought a couple decks of cards and then we played with them and then we just left them there like like as a public service and by now i'm sure they do not have all their cards yeah, you're just adding to the problem, really, because no. now there are just more decks of cards that are missing all of their cards. I mean, really, uh, the owners should go through those and throw out a bunch of stuff. But that's probably true. 
Or they could have a checkout system. Like, I know that the bartenders have better things to do, but, like... Then run a game library? Yeah, but you could... <laughs> it just, you could hold people accountable instead of, like, a kid runs over and grabs three games and mixes everything together. Yeah. And I really like the system that this arcade near my house has when you want to use, like, the pool tables where you have to give them your driver's license before they'll give you the, like, balls to play with. So then you're really, like, responsible for, like, going returning all the stuff and getting your driver's license back. They do that. And then, like, one, kids couldn't get the stuff by themselves, (laughs) which is probably the goal. And then, two, the parents will be like, oh, yes, I need to clean this up and return it or else I can't drive. can't leave. Yeah. That's a good one. I like that. Yeah, I like that idea. I should pitch that to people. Anyway. Pitch me what you've been doing recently because Sam oh. is – he's squeezed out of content. He's like hes like uh, something that's gotten squeezed out of content. I didn't know what I had when I started the like sentence. A, like I a thought tube you were going to really gross because he's like, you know, they're with child. So I was, gonna, I was worried about what you were going to say he was squeezing out. But it didn't turn that way, so that's good. You're the uh, yucky one. My, Marigold. Let's see what I do. I did uh, a yard work today. That's my big news. Have I told you guys about my chainsaw that I have? Uh, no. So for my wedding, I had a chainsaw on my registry. But, <laughs> it, but it isn't a normal chainsaw. It's a, it's a chainsaw on a telescoping pole. Oh, yeah, so a, a dangerous saw. Oh, it's extremely dangerous. It's, like, obviously you can guess, it's, like, smaller. Like, the chainsaw part is smaller than a normal chainsaw because on the end of a pole, so you can't have, like, a full-size chainsaw right. on a pole because that would be, like, really too heavy. It's still pretty top-heavy, and I'm not very strong, as you guys can guess. Mary, um, I... But I like it because I'm pretty short, and so it's, like, some feet long, and then you can chop up. I can get some tree branches and stuff. So it's pretty exciting for me. And also kind of feels like a weapon because it's, like, it's kind of like a spear, but it's a chainsaw. It's more, like, more of a glaive. Like a it's more gla- of a glaive, I guess. Or a pole, <laughs> pole axe. So, so would you say you're, the trees in your uh, backyard are craving for a glaiven? They are. Well, the one in the, the, actually, the backyard ones are. I did not do the backyard. The front yard tree was the critical tree. Because it, it does that thing where it, my tree is so large and like when it rains it gets real, real droopy that it like touches the driveway and like touches the sidewalks and stuff so if you're trying to like walk down the sidewalk you'd run into tree for like 10 feet and i'm like that's mm-hmm. probably not polite to people so i try to take care of it but i have extremely yeah. fond memories of your wedding and thought of it yes. as a night with no regrets until now when i know that i'm not the one that bought you a chainsaw <laughs> yes uh well my friend bought me one but she bought it like it was on the wrist she bought it like way early because she was like well this is the best thing on the registry so she like ordered that for me and i was like great Uh, i think a wedding registry is kind of an interesting thing in these modern times yes like can i just ask for cash yeah yes people do that that's actually with the modern times a lot of the like usually use like a website to like do your registry obviously because i don't think Cause you used to like, you know, you go to a store, yeah. like a crate and barrel, and do that thing where you like scan all the stuff you want, right. and then people would have to like physically go to a crate and barrel, like look you up in the system to figure out what's wrong, blah blah blah, that whole thing. Now everyone just does it online, obviously, and so you can just pick anything you want from the internet. And then most registry sites also have like a cash option, but you can like earmark the cash for stuff so like what we did with for ours we had a lot of like honeymoon things so it was like oh like give us money towards like our plane tickets or give us money towards 
food that we can like eat during the honeymoon or like whatever. So people felt like they were still like buying us stuff where they were really just giving us money. Yeah. So very doable. That's the one I would like. Just like give me cash and I can buy as many crazy chainsaws as I want. Yeah. I mean, I think part of it is back in the day, it was like these two people are moving in together and starting a home together. So we need to get them pots and pans and whatnot. And, like, to an extent, it's nice to be able to, like, upgrade some of your shit because it's, like, the the one pan I've had for 11 years and not taken good care of. But, like, Three Sex and I lived together for a while before we got married. So, like, we had just bought a bunch of that stuff for ourselves. Yeah. And so it's, it's kind of an outdated concept. But also, it's nice, like, I would, as, as kind of odd as a registry is, if the alternative were, you know, the way that birthdays and shit work where it's my job to figure out what to get you like i don't know what i'm gonna give my cousin that i haven't talked to in six years for her (laughs) wedding are you kidding me now i know i'm gonna give her one of those thingies where it's like a block for cheese cutting with a wire or whatever i think that's what we got my cousin i like that idea yeah i mean i I always have a wish list ready to go because my parents always want to buy me stuff for my birthday and whatever and i have to have a list or else they'll get me something weird are they willing to adopt Tyler? That's the look on his face right now, I think, is like, <laughs> shit, how do I get that from me? Probably. I feel like they're empty nesting real hard, so if they want, like, if you want to move in with my parents, they probably would be like, okay. Yeah, I, I should, uh, I should get sponsored, like, those, like, African orphans, you know what I mean? I, like, for the I price know of what a cup of, a price of a cup of coffee a day, you can keep Tyler from eating food off the street. Aww. Not worth it. <laughs> It's true. I haven't even been drinking coffee lately, and it's still not worth it. I haven't gotten any good street food in a long time, let me tell you. Street food means something else. You mean ground food. Yeah, street food is like a positive experience. Ground food is it's sad. A, it's a positive experience for me. <laughs> street food Wait, isn't Sam, are sad. You not, are you not drinking coffee in solidarity with your wife? Yeah. Or are you just, just for no reason? No, yeah. I um, Yeah, that's the idea. Uh, it's because I'm not a good enough uh, husband slash father to stop drinking. So it's like, I'll stop doing <laughs> caffeine instead. And she was like, oh, I don't care. And I thought, okay, well, I'm already doing it, so I have to keep doing it. But I've actually, I've cheated a couple times because the thing is... Cool husband. Yeah. No, I'm a piece of shit. Everyone knows that. The thing is, <laughs> if you haven't had caffeine in a while and you just like slam a couple of co- cups of coffee, it's, it like... It's like a study drug. I, I never did it's any of those. way more effective, yeah. But, like, there was, like, a work thing where I was, like, can I have to work super late and, like, do a bunch of shit? And I found out last minute. And I made coffee and went into a fugue state and made a bunch of code. And then later I uh, admitted this to my team. And they were like, oh, man, we should, uh, we should have a break break glass in case of emergency with coffee behind it when we get back into the office and i was like oh i can't do this when we get back to the office the smell is less than ideal and no one knew how to reply to that (laughs) i don't know i i don't really input caffeine that much but even when i do like it just doesn't do that much for me i feel like uh, I recently acquired from my sister this, like, set of, I guess, like, Vietnamese coffee kits. They're, like, really, like, strong, really, like, you basically, like, use very little water, so they're really dense coffees. And those things, like, I haven't, like, 
felt a coffee effect in like years. I drink coffee like every day. And these things like have been making me go crazy. Like they're really strong and they're really awesome. And I'm like, oh my God. But so, I'm sure I'll get used to these at some point too. And then I'll have to like keep chasing that dragon. Well, you guys are just really making me miss Adderall. Mm. Yeah. When I said I've never done a study drug, I was going to ask, have you guys? And then I remembered, yes. <laughs> uh, I have not. For the record, as as, a, as our frequent listeners can guess, I am not cool, so I did not do those things. <laughs> Tyler, did it's, you uh, did you yeah. do it only ever recreationally, or did you do it to actually get stuff done? No, I I don't. Oh no, that's not true. I've done it once recreationally. Rad anthem um, night. Yes, rad anthem night. But I I did it when I was writing my comp, and it was it's like fucking genius magic pills i don't know like i understand all information and can give it back to the world in a pure golden form that sounds nice it's yeah it's great if i ever do cocaine i'm just gonna be an addict immediately don't do cocaine then that's probably i, I can't afford to do cocaine mary get out right. of here yeah, i know what am i thinking smoke crack instead the previous <laughs> session section about you need to be sponsored right but, uh, yeah, no, it was great. Man, drugs are so cool. Oh, boy. Ugh. I haven't been able to get any drugs lately. It's terrible out there, you guys. It's horrible. This pandemic's really ruining a lot of stuff. It is. Yeah, that's that's maybe, like, the only thing that has impacted me from the pandemic. Like, working at home, it was, like, fine. But. Yeah. Yeah. Can't blaze 420. Too bad. Can I make it? Can I have a confession? Sure. Really quick. I got my haircut. I went to a hair salon and did a haircut, and I felt oh. bad about it. But I was like, mostly I didn't really need a haircut, but I was like, I feel like I should support my poor hairdresser who has to had to close his like solo salon for months. Tell me about like, what was it like? Logistics. Did you have to observe any procedures or anything like that? Yeah, my hair. Silas is really great and so he definitely was like trying really hard he has a salon by himself which is like the one main thing that made me feel more okay with it like I wasn't like surrounded by other people with like other Silas and other chairs so that's right. good and then he definitely was like I need you to like go to the bathroom before you come in and like wash your hands and then I had hand sanitizer in the shop he was wearing a mask I was required to wear a mask the whole time and there was no like exchange of like appointment cards and no like you know like high fives or like anything like that <laughs> So it was pretty chill. Yeah. And it, was, I, uh, it seemed fine. I was not that worried. And he made, like, if another person, like, the next person showed up for her appointment before mine was done, and he made her, like, wait outside the shop until I was done. So I liked that. You'd stand outside I, like a dog. It's not your turn. Basically, yeah. He was like, no, you need to wait out there. We're not, no waiting rooms in, in here. And I was like, oh, okay. I don't feel like I need to get a haircut, but all the fucking old dudes I work with at the fort are constantly making fun of my hair. That's and I'm really like, rude. what the hell, man? Like, none of us can get a haircut right now. How about you back off? I yeah. can. Well, yeah. Three sex cuts my hair. That's, yeah. She hasn't lately. This might be the longest my hair has ever been. It's looking very, like, lush. Thanks, like, man. Both of you look great. Hey, thanks. Aw, thank you, Mary. Yeah, this is very exciting. Oh, also, we hair. both totally noticed your haircut, so we're not in trouble. It's fine. Yeah, it's very yeah. interesting. It's very subtle. I do a lot of just, like... They call it, like, taking, like, the weight out because I have a lot of hair. And so it's just kind of, like, get some of it out out of here because I feel like I'm just wearing a parka on my head constantly. <laughs> That's funny. So, All right, fun well, fact about lady haircuts. That, was, that was good. 
You talked for a while, Mary. I'm very proud of you. Well, I figured we needed to fill the time, so I just thought I would keep going. <laughs> it's it's true. No, I'm very appreciative because we're going to go to our second and final article from vinepair.com, the states that drink the most beer in America. It has to, like, I haven't looked at this. Wisconsin has to be number one. I, and if you tell me that's not true, then I don't believe you. So I remember before the podcast started where I was like, Oh, this is not what I expected. And then I pivoted and said it is exactly what I expected. Uh, I also felt like you, Sam, and I was like, Wisconsin's got to be number one. And it's, spoiler, it's not number one, which is the part I didn't expect. But then when I saw which states were number one, I was like, oh, actually, this makes sense. Is it, is it all, like, it's... sad cold weather states? Yes. Yeah. Uh, like, the yeah. one, like, you know, like Montana. It's like, who's in Montana? Sad people. Eight of them. I mean, so the thing is, if it's per capita, then I'm not even sure it's statistically significant, because only, like, 13 people live in Montana. Are you not going to look at it? Uh, I don't know. Well, Sam, Sam, before you look at it. Okay, I won't look at it yet. You thought it was Wisconsin. It's not Wisconsin. So with that data in mind, do you want to take a guess as to what the, the heaviest drinking per capita state is? Well, so... This is weird to me because I've seen lists in the past of like the heaviest drinking cities and it's like the top 10 heaviest drinking cities and Wisconsin will have six of them. So it's really weird to me that Wisconsin isn't number one. Um, well, there's two, there's two maps. One is beer, total beer drunk per capita and the other one is like most beer by volume. So let's go with like the most, yeah. What do you think are the most... Because they drink the most per capita. Per capita? You can't guess Montana because I already said that one. I mean, like, I would think, you know, Alaska, the Dakotas, Minnesota, uh, Wisconsin, obviously, maybe Illinois, Michigan would be, like, those are the, if I were, like, just going to do a shotgun spray at a map, it would be, like, the top part. So, North and South Dakota are four and five, respectively, so that's not bad weirdly enough go ahead and look at it samuel okay per capita the heaviest drinking state is new hampshire i guess that's also like a dumb shitty cold place just not one that i think about (laughs) and vermont's Uh, up in there too yeah vermont's number three yeah yeah a dumb shitty cold place yeah but yeah it's interesting it does look like like per capita it's basically if it's cold people drink a lot which is funny it's not funny it's obvious yeah, Utah is the least per capita, which makes sense because of yeah. all the yeah, Mormons. Of all the Mormons and the laws and stuff. Wisconsin is, like, up there. It's number eight, so, you know, it cracked the top ten. I think the problem, Sam, with Wisconsin is, like, this is about beer specifically. If we're talking about just drinking in general, I feel like Wisconsin would, like, get kicked up oh, the list. Because, you know, like, can we talk about old fashions and how everyone just, like, shoots those into your veins like every day like it's a big deal here yeah those lists i was talking about before i think those might have been booze as opposed to beer yeah yeah three sex told me something and i I, i'm gonna misquote it but i'm still gonna try that like in terms of uh brandy consumption if wisconsin were its own country it would be the leading country for brandy consumption (laughs) Which is weird because to me, when I go to a bar and they're like, are they, are they like an old fashioned? They're like, oh, do you want brandy or bourbon? And guess what? I never pick brandy. But the thing is, outside of Wisconsin, five years old. Outside of Wisconsin, they don't ask you that because the answer is bourbon. Like bourbon is what yeah. goes in an old fashioned. But yes, at, 
I actually really like a brandy old fashioned. I think they're delicious. I don't care that it's for old people. It's tasty. Okay. Uh, if they also do have a map by just like volume overall, and that one makes a lot of sense. It's like, duh, it's the states with a lot of people. In yeah, so it's yeah, like that's Texas less interesting. California and like New York, Florida. Yeah. Yeah. So that one, that one makes sense. But I thought it was really interesting that New Hampshire is number one per capita. Like, I don't know. I don't even, you know, despite being from Vermont, I don't spend that much time in New Hampshire. The one time I was out there, it seemed like a very rich white place. And I don't know. That doesn't correlate necessarily with hammering beer to me. Although, do you know what rich white people like? What? Craft breweries. Suppose that's true. I mean, if it's just craft breweries, you'd think... Uh, Oregon would be higher up. It's yeah. number 15. That's true. Yeah, I don't know. It just uh, it seems weird to me. Like, uh, I just wouldn't have expected it. And just so I'm clear, these were the two best articles? Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, dude. Fuck. There's no news right now. All yeah. Right. All right. Don't there was worry. one gonna... it was like, Two friends drink beer and talk. Like, cool. That's what I'm yeah, doing like, right now. Can I walk back to my previous name? There is definitely a lot of news right now. There's not a lot of beer-specific news. Yeah. Just to yeah. clarify, before we get a bunch of angry tweets about how I said there was no news right now. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to pull the the ripcord, the emergency ripcord. I have food, thematically appropriate food. I'm going to eat it now. Oh, thank Huzzah! God. We can't do this in person, Sam, so I don't have to eat whatever nasty food it is. I actually think this might be good. We'll see. Um, this Ugh. is a granola bar made with spent grains. Regrained. Oh. This is their honey cinnamon flavor with turmeric and uh, manuka honey. I think okay, this, this actually sounds fun. fine. Yeah. yeah. I, think, I think this will be fine. I was going to split this with three stacks, uh, but she ran away because uh, Citra's being an asshole. So I guess I'll just save some of this for her, so she is not sad. I still think about that. What was it? The thing that I ate, the goo the that goop? was like IPA flavored. Oh yeah, yeah. Man. I had like the smallest drop of it, and I thought I was gonna die. I that, think I made a very gross noise that's recorded on the podcast for all eternity. That actually reminded me a lot of reminds me a lot of when uh, I have coffee and haven't had caffeine in a while. I, like I, I felt very energized and like I was going crazy. That's what Ritalin was like. If you're going to do a study drug, make sure it's Adderall. Ritalin makes you feel like a crazy homeless person. Sure. It's true. He's eating it. I'm just going to fill that in for the podcast. He's chomping. Why are we not getting these chomps on the audio? Oh, no. Ooh, that was why. Uh, So this is fine. What's next? (laughs) It, the thing is, I wouldn't get this again, as compared to other granola bars, but it smells really good. Like, it smells like delicious graham crackers or something, and then the taste is, like, fine. If, like, uh, in a blind taste test, could you tell that this was, like, made with spent grains? I definitely, like, even though they told me I can't tell it was made with spent grains. It doesn't taste like spent yeah. grains at all. I kind of felt like that would be the answer. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's nice from a sustainability perspective. But I don't think that it has any advantages over other other bars flavor wise. He's very hip. <laughs> I mean, if you're 
If you're asking me about granola bars, I would say do the same thing as my grandma and choose Cliff. My grandpa's name was Cliff. Oh. Oh, that's cute. Yeah, I'm very cute. Wait, are you saying, but a Cliff bar is not a granola bar. Yeah, it's close enough. I don't care. Cliff bar is, like the first time you eat a Cliff bar, you're like, this is pretty good. And then the second time you eat a Cliff bar, you're like, oh, I'm basically eating a brick of sawdust. Oh, I disagree. I like Cliff bars. They're fine. I like a Luna bar because they're for ladies, I guess. Are those, <laughs> aren't those the ones that make you shit like crazy? <laughs> Not when I eat them. But... <laughs> I thought their I tagline was the granola bar that makes Mary shit like crazy. <laughs> no, I like them. I like the s'more flavor the best. Just I'll, tell you, I'll tell you which, product. which uh, granola bar I don't like. I don't like those kind bars. Those are not good. Very unkind to my teeth. Trying to break a molar over here. Yeah, it's like if I wanted a whole almond, <laughs> I would have bought almonds. Yeah, they're just they're just rock hard. I don't know. They're just so healthy, but like, ugh. yeah, I don't want health. Fuck out of here with that. I actually buy a lot of like chewy granola bars, like those ones for kids. Yeah, they were, they're they great, were great. And they have the peanut butter chocolate flavor. And it's like, I want to eat this. The problem is they're so small because they're like size for kids. Like if you're hungry yeah. and you eat one of those, you're full for approximately 30 seconds. Oh, man. I, three sec, hey, I, I'm embarrassed. Three Sex and I had Lunchables for lunch today. Sure. And Three Sex, like half an hour later, was like, why am I still hungry? <laughs> it's because you had a Lunchable for lunch. Those are for children. <laughs> So, Did you go uh, with the cracker stacker, like pizza, or like what kind? Oh. So, Tyler? before you answer that, because I feel like it might give it away, I want to ask, what's everybody's favorite Lunchable? Oh, uh, cracker stacker, for sure. But, like, definitely just, like, the bologna one. Like, bologna, the, like, whatever American cheese situation. I love uh-huh. it. I love a uh-huh. cracker. I love cheese. Samuel? Bologna's great. Uh, Samuel's gonna say pizza. Uh, pizza? And yeah, definitely a pizza I knew guy. it. I knew it, yeah. I knew it. Tyler, uh, you also a pizza guy? No, I, I I think pizza might be my like my least favorite, which I think actually puts me in the minority. Mary, you and I are on the same page with the cracker stacker. Yeah. But I think if we took like a national survey, pizza would come out on top. People really like the pizza one. I never understood because it was like I don't want a cold pizza. I the I mean, cheese isn't melty. The sauce isn't warm. Yeah, it's the sauce that does it for me. I'm okay with the cold cheese, but like just a a cold sauce, I'm like, ugh, get out of here with that nonsense. Mm-hmm. Three Sex prefers the nachos. Nachos? Okay. Which, which is what That's a good today. one, too. Those but, are fun. I was going to say, if anyone says taco, then they're, like, wrong. <laughs> if you say taco, you're a cop. Yeah, because they have those weird, like, I think, like, Taco Bell-branded, like, packets of sort of meat that you, like, squirt onto the taco tortilla. Oh, my God. Bizarre. So, uh, the game done changed since we were kids. They have uh, sure. They have a series called Uploaded, which may have existed for the past 15 years, but as far as I'm aware, came out this week, which is basically like teenager Lunchables. It's just, <laughs> it's, just it's bigger. So I had a six-inch sub today. Oh. But it, a Lunchable? It's like, yeah, it's like four little slices of ham, like tiny little, like half-dollar-sized slices of ham, and then like shitty little cheese and a mayonnaise packet with some bread. Huh. Came with uh, Pringles. Which is nice because we left them in the fridge, so the Pringles were nice and cold. <laughs> <laughs> Got 
gotta start your day off right with a cold Pringle. Yeah, and came with Oreos, obviously the crown jewel of that meal. Sure, yeah. sure, sure. Yeah, I only eat Lunchables when I'm in an altered state. Huh. So you I haven't had... Just, you could just eat cheese and crackers whenever you want if you have cheese and also crackers like you don't have to wait for a lunch oh there's no, a there's I, a home I, of bim bam bit about that uh, oh the where, munchables yeah munchables my dad says they're just as good so sometimes in the before times three tags would be about to go grocery shopping and she'd be like should i pick anything up and i was and i'll be like yeah i get some like ham and some cheese and some mustard and some ritz crackers so we can have munchables and then we'll just have munchables munchables are great yeah, definitely, like, my, I like that bit a lot, because my mom would definitely do that. Like, she would get, like, the Tupperware that was left over from after we had had ham in it for, like, sandwiches, and yeah. she would put, yeah, crackers and cheese and, like, whatever meat in there, and be like, it's the same thing as a Lunchable, and then I would take it to school, and the kids would make fun of me about <laughs> it, and so it's just the whole, like, I just listened to that bit from a bimbo, and I'm like, this is me, like, this happened to me. That's another fun question. Um, what's the meal that everybody brought to school that people made fun of you for? Mary, well, it was it was Munchables. Samuel? I didn't have it. Oh, lucky I, you. I've talked about this. I've, well, I didn't have lunch is what I mean. I've talked about the hustle <laughs> that I used to run at lunch before, I think, where the lazy rich kids, would, I would uh, go through the lunch line for them and, if, and like – keep the change and usually there was enough change there for a chocolate milk chocolate milk that'll fill you right up <laughs> you ate chocolate milk for lunch because you were scamming the rich kids yes that just seems smart like this just yeah, seems like, like you're that. an enterprising young man thank yes. you uh the meal that i ate that people would make fun of me for is a thermos full of spaghettios <laughs> man that's just smart that's Wait, just a no. good idea hold back the fuck up because i have to make fun of him real quick yeah. Hey, what yeah. you got in that thermos, idiot? Spaghetti. Fuck you. How yeah. was wrong with that? I thought spaghettios were cool. <laughs> I would have been your friend, Tyler. We could have had our <laughs> shitty lunches together. Thank you. I appreciate that. It's just uh, like, I don't know. Like, it's just an, it, I think it's just the unexpectedness of it. <laughs> like, first of all, what's this fucking kid doing with a thermos at lunch? And then second, it's not like soup or anything. It's spaghettios. And so, it's like, but I feel like it's weirder for a kid to have a thermos of soup because soup's <laughs> like an adult meal. Like spaghettios makes sense. I feel like there's a lot of times when you're a kid where like people think you're too old for something like spaghettios, but it's like you look back and it's like that was the appropriate age. Can I just unpack a little bit more of my childhood trauma? I had this yeah. lunchbox, I think in kindergarten or first grade, that had Barney on it. It was like Barney and Baby Bop, and they were like camping, and that was like on the lunchbox. People made fun of me for having a Barney lunchbox because they thought I was like too old to like Barney, and I was like, okay. So I cried a lot, and then I got like a plain like blue lunchbox. And looking back, I'm like, that seems totally normal to have a Barney lunchbox when you're in like kindergarten. So, so I'm upset about that yeah. for past yeah I, I feel like the kids that were making fun of you for it uh were bitches well had older siblings that made fun of them for it even though it was appropriate mm -hmm. and then made fun of you for it because it was learned behavior and the you know 80 percent of kids that thought it was fine aren't gonna speak up because they're just gonna get made fun of too S so it circumstance yeah i mean i'm not i'm not gonna come to your defense i probably liked barney <laughs> at that point mm. Power Rangers, but whatever, same argument. Yeah. I uh, I remember one time 
a cooling packet in my lunchbox exploded and Taylor Hughes said it looked like somebody jizzed on my lunch. <gasps> and I didn't know what that mean meant at that point. <laughs> How old were you? Uh, 30? I don't, I don't, what? 30? 30? <laughs> I don't know. It was probably like, it was, it was probably fourth grade, sub fourth grade. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Man, like, fourth and fifth grade is when I knew that, like, everyone was doing, maybe this was unique to my school, everyone was doing the thing where you you make a circle with one hand, and, like, uh, you stick your finger through it with the other hand, and, uh-huh. like, you indicate that's, this is funny. Everyone thinks this why, is funny. Sam, why is that funny? Uh, at the time, I could not have told you, but I knew, <laughs> I knew that it was funny, so I did it. And everyone else thought it was funny. And I was like, I'm going to have to figure this out one of these days. <laughs> uh, incredible. Uh, that's that the whole thing where you do that in front of your like parents. And they're like, hold up. No, I could definitely tell it wasn't it wasn't an allowed joke. Because like, they would always look to see if the teacher was looking. So I was like, okay, this mm. is, a, this is a, a just for kids joke. That's so... It's, thinking about it now, it's just so funny because I'm like... The joke is basically you're just sitting there and you're just like, sex. And like that's the joke, basically. <laughs> yeah, but you're doing yeah. it with your hands instead of saying the word. And that's just like, man, kids are weird. I think it was just the idea that it was like so novel and taboo. And mm-hmm. that's what makes it funny. Yeah. I wonder if Taylor Hughes is in prison yet. She seems fine. Oh, uh, it was actually a he. I kind of figured, but I thought it would be funnier. to. It's a gender neutral name. It's true. That's true. That's true. Oh, man. Is that it? Are we done? Uh, probably. It's too bad. It's too bad, you guys. <laughs> There's like 11 minutes of usable content in this episode. <laughs> what? Mostly just Mary talking. Maybe I'll just cut it down so it's Mary talking to herself. And I'll just cut out all the parts where I'm like, like, you guys talk to me, so it's like I'm responding to you, but it doesn't sound like I am. It sounds like I'm a crazy person. There's there's a great supercut on YouTube of just all of Lando Calrissian's lines, but when he's in a like a dialogue, they cut the other person's line, so it just cuts like five seconds in the future. <laughs> Wonderful. Uh, man, that Billy D. Williams, maybe not a great actor, but so fucking charismatic, it's crazy. Yeah, like, I'm not even mad about it. <laughs> yeah, I, uh, I just wish he was nicer to Lobot, you know what I mean? Yeah, that, was, that plot's weird. I didn't like Solo for a lot of reasons. Yes. That was one of them. It was not as bad as I feared, but it was just so toothless. It's like, why make it? Yeah. Right, Sam? Uh, I just, the guy who played Han Solo was so bad. We've talked about this before on here. How the acting yeah, in that movie was... Yeah, they had to bring in, like, an acting coach for him to teach him how to act better, and it still he still didn't do great. There was so much good acting in that movie, plus him doing a shitty job. It, and I, I just don't yeah. get how you get cast as the lead in a huge movie and be bad at acting. It doesn't make any sense to me. He's just kind of handsome. But, but there guys... are so many guys who are kind of handsome who are talented. I don't know why none I mean, of them got that, that job. Are you mad that you didn't get the part? <laughs> I mean, listen, he I'm not... who are talented, so... Yeah. Also handsome, so... I kind of. We all agree that you're kind yeah, of. You're kind of handsome. Thank you. You guys, his name is Solo because he was Solo. You get it? You get it? He's alone. You get it, you guys? Isn't that clever? His name is Solo because he's traveling by himself. That's so funny, you guys. 
Yeah, I also yeah. saw I don't know that why, movie. I don't know why I'm so bitter about a movie that came out years ago, but I sure am. It's because they had to, like, explain it. And I was like, we all understood that he's, like, a lone guy. You don't have to just, like, say that in the movie. Yeah. Yeah, Tyler, I'm going to cut all that when you just now when you were talking about the other movie you really hated from a few years ago, the, the Ghostbusters remake. Because, I don't know, I felt like it came across <laughs> like you were... Uh, super pretty, sexist yeah pretty bigoted so i'm just i'll leave this part in but i'm gonna cut your weird rant I it's unbelievable feel, i feel like i can't record podcasts with tyler anymore so it's so toxic i feel exactly the same way about the ghostbusters remake like it wasn't as it was like fine but i didn't see the reason for making it like it wasn't good enough that they should have remade it you know what i mean i didn't see it because i was afraid i wouldn't like it uh not like I thought I wouldn't like it, but the implications of not liking it, I didn't like, so I didn't see it. Because now it's, I, I don't know, maybe I would like it. Hard to say. I didn't see it because I don't really like, I don't really like Ghostbusters that much. Oh, no! So, Sorry. Right, so and it's, we... I know that's like a thing people really like, and I think it's like okay. Like, I like Rick Moranis, but I'm just yeah. kind of like, uh, So Ghost, Ghostbusters is so interesting because... It's a comedy, and there are, like, four laughs in it. It's not a funny movie. and like Yeah, it's, like, kind of boring. That makes it... Well, so I disagree with you there. But it seems like a comedy, because if you like it, so... I, I liked it. So I'm smiling the whole time, so it feels like a comedy. But there aren't actually jokes, and there aren't laughs. It's just every now and then there's something funny. But it's mostly just a bunch of charismatic dudes going through a lighthearted action movie yes so like it's just weird that it counts as a comedy because it really feels like it should <laughs> just be an action movie but it's like it's like beyond genre because if you go into that movie thinking i'm gonna watch an action movie there's not enough action for it to be an action movie true it's it just they might as well train a, a camera on bill murray through going going about his day and that was <laughs> just like sure i'll watch bill murray do anything yeah man was uh did Paul is Paul Feig the guy who did the Ghostbusters remake? I do not know. I think so. He also did Bridesmaids, which is a movie that really makes me angry because I was very pumped because for women Bridesmaids. are the main characters. Tyler, no, I was so pumped for Bridesmaids. I heard it was really good, and I was really looking forward to it. And I went in like all jacked up, and I didn't find it funny. And also, I downloaded illegally and got caught. And then my internet service provider was like hey, we're throttling your speed because you did illegal things. And I was like, damn it, I didn't even like that movie. Can I actually tell you, I'm not a huge fan of Bridesmaids either. And it's like a weird thing because I feel like as a lady, I'm supposed to really like Bridesmaids and like want to watch it all the time with my lady friends. And I'm like, you know what? I don't actually like it that much. I like the part where they're all pooping in the dressing room. That's pretty funny. But outside of that, I'm kind of like, uh. And like Chris O'Dowd's kind of meh. And then everything's just like meh the whole time. It's like, uh. Yeah. So damn it, Bridesmaids, get out of here. Yeah. Maybe damn it, Paul Feig. Maybe. Maybe it's just his problem. Yeah. I don't know. I just don't like movies that are all about, like, women being mean to each other in a weird competitive way. Because I'm like, you can all just, like, be friends. Like, you don't have to, like, fight over who's the best friend or whatever. And it just, like, sucks. But you need conflict. It's a movie. Yeah, but they don't have to conflict about, like, each other. Yeah, I guess I guess they could be on a team against a, a third party or whatever. Yeah. You know what's hard to find? A movie that doesn't have a romantic subplot. Yeah. because pe- My neighbor Totoro. I'm, I didn't say impossible. Oh, like, okay. uh, it's just hard. 
Like, fucking Boondock Saints, which also isn't very good, does not have a romantic subplot. But, like, that's the only one I can think of off the top of my head. Uh, I can think of another one. It's also a movie that I really loved when I was 16 and probably wouldn't like <laughs> if I watched it today. Uh, the Usual Suspects. Oh, my God. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I guess, I, I guess uh, you know, college movies. Oh, I was going to say Fight Club, but there is a romantic subplot. It's just like, sure. it's like a sub, 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 subplot that you can like kind of not notice if you're not paying attention. Can I just say a weird thing about the usual suspects really quick? This might be, it might be like really depressing depending on like when you remember the usual suspects came out, but that I watched that movie with a boy and that was when I first kissed a boy was like during that movie. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> movie <laughs> <laughs> it's just like the least romantic movie it's like yeah have your first kiss during seven <laughs> <laughs> i mean i don't know i just liked that funny. movie and i was like do you want to watch this movie with me and he was like yep i guess uh, I, you know I, take it where you can get it get you some i i enjoyed that peek into your past mary that Thanks. amused me <laughs> it is like a weird movie yeah to choose for that so <laughs> All right. Well, I had a weird beer this week. Uh, yeah, how's, was, your, how's your spit? Oh, it's all juiced out of my glands. I don't think I'll be able to eat later because I'm dry as a desert up in yeah, here. Yeah, it looks like you went for a run before this because of just the like moisture all over your upper chest. But that's all just drool accumulated yeah. throughout the show. <laughs> <laughs> uh so i had marley which was a sour ale that i can't i don't i still don't know why it was called marley it doesn't have anything to do with bob marley uh, it was 6.5 percent abv and uh i did enjoy it. it it really it was like there's like a a real pinpoint spike of sour but in a way that i enjoy it tasted more like orange and strawberry than any of the other fruits they said they had in there uh, but I would give this, I think I'm going to give it a 7.2. I'll recommend this to people who, like, enjoy the sensation of when you eat a warhead. Because that's kind of the same thing you get here. If you're not into that, you know, that, that real intense spike of sour in the back of your, your tongue area, you will not enjoy this. But I did. So 7.2. Man, on the subject of, of warheads, and also earlier we were talking about kids making fun of us, I had to rinse those bad boys off before I popped them in my mouth. Too sour. Too oh, sour. But I, I still... I don't think I've ever eaten a warhead. I, I wanted to, like to be cool and eat a warhead, but, like, all the sour stuff's on the outside, and under that, it's just, like, a hard candy. It's like... One time, I ate a, a bunch Ranger. of warheads, and then the next morning, I woke up, and there was just a white film covering my tongue. Ew. Yeah. No, I've never, I've never had a warhead. There's so and many I'd, sour candy. Like, this looks gross, and it's always, like, never eat it. Had to peel it off. Ugh. Yeah, man. Cool. So I, I ate some expired whipped cream once. I had the same experience. Ew. <laughs> uh, so, Mary, what were you drinking? Oh, wow. Uh, I had Carbon 4 Brewing's Diet Starts Tomorrow, their chocolate oatmeal stout with its great fat cat on the label. Uh, I mean, it's pretty much it like it's a very normal chocolate oatmeal stout i thought it was fine it was very drinkable like if someone like if i had this at like a restaurant or whatever i'd be like this is fine but definitely not like exciting or interesting in any way beyond like their fun label i'd probably give this just like 
a 5.1 because it's good, but it's like boring and very normal. So just kind of like very middle of the road with that. But yeah, it's fun. I guess if you for some reason are getting a Carmen for a beer, but you don't want an IPA, I would recommend this because it's not an IPA and it's still pretty good. So that's all. all. Right. Samuel. I had Silver City Brewing's Quick Stout. This beer I kind of went back and forth on because I feel like when I have a beer that's like a, you know, when you have a milk stout or cream ale or whatever, uh, anything that's supposed to have a like a milky, creamy texture to it, a lot of the time I feel like it comes across as watery. And sometimes it doesn't feel like that. And this one, from sip to sip, some of them I thought were watery and some of them I thought were like a nice, creamy texture. And it must have just been that I had mental shifts between because obviously it's the same beer. So like when it like really got that chocolate milk vibe that it seems like it was going for, I liked it. And when I didn't, it was just like, you know, when you have a porter and you're like, porter, just be a stout. What are you doing? Yeah. I, f- I feel like yeah. I feel like a milk stout comes across to me as portery sometimes, just because it feels watery. So I don't know. I kind of went all over the place thinking about this. Uh, I'll give it a six seven because I thought it was good but not great. And I, I would recommend this to someone who wants a chocolate milk stout because I think this is that and that might just not be for me. Like if you're eating a, an adult Lunchable and you want an adult chocolate milk, yeah. this is what you want. And, <laughs> and then like instead of fruit snacks, you have some uh, gummy edibles. Fruit? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> We're different people. We went in different directions with that, yeah. <laughs> Man, I wish, am I right? Because you want fruit, because you want to be healthy. My thing, right? Exercise your body, exercise your mind. I don't know what that was. I don't was. know what that was, that but felt, okay. That felt bigoted, and I'm not sure how. Yeah, it felt bad. <laughs> I've done my job. Should I cut uh, that like I cut his rant about Ghostbusters, or, or should I leave it? At least he didn't get upset about Italians this time. That's true. Ooh, you got my blood a-boiling. Man, we talk Uh-oh. about pizza, and, and we still made it through. Pizza, the only good thing Italians have ever done. Okay. That's probably not true. That and lose World War II. <laughs> good on them for losing. The Italians, like, so in World War One, they were like, we're going to be on the side of the Central Powers and then defect right at the end. And then in World War Two, they were like, that seemed like a good game plan. Let's just do that again. I feel like this is my fault that Tyler is talking about it's this It's absolutely right now. your fault, Mary. Should I start talking? Should I do the outro while he's yelling about Italians? Hey, I can crossfade between you guys. I definitely have that technology on a single track recording. <laughs> All right. Well, Sam, do you know what you're drinking next week? Nope. <laughs> cool. Uh, Mary, Fun. thanks for being on. Of course. Always great, usually. <laughs> Really qualified. That's what I'd like to see. Got him. <laughs> Listener, if you want to give us your qualified endorsement, you can email us at BruceDayTuesdayPodcast at gmail.com. You can tweet at us at BruceDayTuesday, or you can comment our links at BruceTuesday.com. Don't let a militarized police system keep you down. Bye. 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 Come up here. Catch all your tears. Drink the remedy. Forget about your problems. Here comes a shot. Lose all your thoughts. Drink the remedy, forget about your problem. This one's on me, fix you for free. Drink the remedy, forget about everything. This one's on me, got what you need. And take your medicine, you feel better. He's the most fucking mysterious dude. I, yeah. He's like, he's in my sexy. mind, 
in my mind, he's just tuxedo mask. That's how oh I see God. Senor Tesla. <laughs> That's I how mean, I imagine yeah. him. 